So is this what I need to be doing? I need to be doing this show with no light on? Yeah, overhead lighting is the worst thing ever. It's not it, huh? It's not it. Especially can lighting. It does this thing to my forehead. You know, I got this like really interesting forehead from my mother where I'm like the like top of my forehead like sticks out and then it looks like I have this dent right here when there's light mm -hmm. above my head. It's not it. It's not it. And the overhead lighting really does a number on it. All right. I mean, I feel like because you're here, I've really got all the sound figured out. We can start the show with this. Thank you. Yeah. That's what we deserve to have every time we start the show. You're right. You know? Yeah. But normally it just sounds like this. Yeah. Nothing's happening. You know, this brings me to circling back to we should have a live show. I know. Well, let's do it. Then we'd have a real live audience cheering for us. I know. I think. I mean. All right. We're or gonna, two people. This is the year that we're going to do a live show. Okay. I got to work on my opening bit. Though, because that's gotta, on you, I got to do like 10 minutes to open up the show. Got to grease the wheels. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I got some things. Okay. Speaking of, did you see that Katie Thurston is now doing stand up? I did not. I don't follow her, so oh. I wouldn't see it. Well, she does stand up is now. Is she good? I don't know if she's good or not good, but she's doing it, and I have respect for that. Yeah, same. It's not an easy thing to do. No, I feel like she could be good at it, maybe. She could be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Brandi and I are in the same room today. I know. I, I got to get a video, though, of it because it's nuts. We got a lot of things happening. Like, I can barely see you, if I'm honest. I but know. This is what we do for good video content. That's right. You guys know about Ultra Wide, right? What well, is Ultra Wide? Is on that, the stories? Is that no? Oh, my gosh. So, if you like pinch and, and pinch inward on your Instagram story, yeah. it'll turn the wide zoom lens on and it makes all your videos look so much better. What? Oh, yeah. Wait, I did not know that. What are you here for? The Grammys, baby. Although I didn't even go to the Grammys, but um, did Miles go? No, no, she no. Did she, Noah? No. Mm -mm. Did Billy Ray? No, there was no <laughs> Cyrus Love this year from the Grammy, the Recording Academy. Yeah, showed no love to the Cyrus. Family. I feel like musicians have a love hate relationship with the Grammys. Very much. Yeah. 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 I worked it one year where I was doing like red carpet stuff for E mm -hmm. in the pre-show. And it was the day that Kobe Bryant died. Mm, shit. And we had to rewrite like all of our scripts. Like the the mood of the day like was not it. Mm. Understandably so. Uh, the Mamba had passed. But ever since then, I'm like... I don't know if I ever need to do that again. I know. I actually worked at once for Fuse back in the day when that was a thing. I think the Grammy parties leading up to the Grammys are much more fun and yeah. exciting than the actual Grammys. I watched the Grammys last night. It was four hours long. Really? Four hours. I didn't used to be like that. It used to be three hours, I think. Yeah, they got to cut that down. They have to. And now they have people seated at tables, which mm. I don't like. Like the Grammys are supposed to be like, I don't know, a little more like casual, like very rock and roll, right? And like edgy and like having them seated at tables was a weird vibe. Also, the tables were very small. The room seemed very crowded. I never saw anyone get any food all night. And that red carpet starts at like 1.30 or 2. Yeah. So could you imagine being there from like 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. with no food? No. I'd I be hangry. I don't want to. I don't want to live in that world. No. So I just like felt bad for everybody. But I did watch the show. But anyway, circling back to why I'm here. I hosted a pre-Grammy brunch for Galore Magazine on Saturday. Mm. 
which was fun. It was at Catch LA. Have you ever been to Catch? I have. The food's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, the place is very sceny and like whatever. Everyone's taking their Instagram photo in the entrance, but it's a beautiful entrance. Um, but the food was great, and I am on the cover of Glamour. I magazine. saw that. It was in my notes of things to bring up. This month, and so that's why we had the brunch is just to kind of like announce my cover. It was a cool brunch, though. It was a cool brunch, though. It was a partnership with a very brand new platform. Actually, it's called Crater, and we should chat with them about our, our live podcast tour. Okay. Because they're this new platform that's like basically getting, you know, helping creators get budgets to do whatever creative shit they're wanting to do. Yeah. And they were super interested in the podcast thing. And I said, well, her podcast is, you know, it's kind of already up and going and, and doing okay. But what we want to do is live shows. And they were like, oh, we would love to help you with that. So who knows? But um, it was cool. It was, a, it was a room packed full of just creative people, a lot of musicians, because it was Grammy themed. Um, and everyone just kind of went around the very large table and said what they do and what inspires them creatively, how they started their creative journey, blah, yada, yada, yada. And it was just very fun and very cool. And for it being an LA event, it didn't feel like LA icky to me. Like yeah. everyone was very genuine and just cool. So it was neat. It's cool that you got to be on a cover of a magazine. I've never gotten that. Yeah. Before. It's my second one this year. Give what? You got, damn. Almost, almost uh, for horses. You know what? It wasn't for horses. That, oh, wasn't. that magazine is actually not a horse magazine. Nick Vial was actually on the cover a couple of months before me, I think. Guys, um, why aren't I getting <laughs> covers of shit? You need a new PR person. Uh, maybe I just need a PR person. That would help. Yeah. 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 My girl's good if you want me to set you up. Um, but we just happened to do the horse photo for that and I loved it. But um, Galore's Cool is, is a very like edgy magazine. My sister Noah's been on the cover before. Uh, my one of my best friends, Marta, was just on the cover recently. Sarah said she was on the cover. Sarah's, yeah. See, it's a very cool magazine. Here's the crazy thing about that. So la- I was here what last week. I yeah. didn't even see you. I don't think, but no, I was here I was for gone. one day. And the day I was here, I got pitched this. They were like, "We want to do a last minute cover for Grammy Week and have you host this brunch." And they were like, "Can you?" pull off a photo shoot and have us photos in two days for this cover. Wow. And I was like, holy shit, I'm supposed to fly to Nashville tomorrow. So I flew to Nashville and got up the next morning at like 6 a.m. to shoot those photos and have them to them by the end of the day. Wow. And cranked out that cover. And I got to say, it came out really good. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Dude, the grind's real, man. The grind is real. I had an A-plus team, obviously. The photographer slayed, the stylist slayed, the hair and makeup slayed. I couldn't do any of that without them, so... Also, speaking of Slade, mm-hmm. do you know what the kids these days are saying? Slade? No. For what? I mean, they're saying like, a lot of things. Instead of saying, like, you slayed. Yeah, they're saying. Do you know? Deceased. No. Murdered. No. Suicide by asphyxiation. Okay, you're, no, you're, no, you're not on track. Okay. So when I posted this cover on Instagram, a lot of the comments were saying, you ate in capital letters. A-T-E. Like, ate. Like, I had a meal. And I was like, what the fuck? Does that mean that you look fat? Well, I, that's what I, at first I was like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? And then I kept scrolling on Twitter and Instagram and kept seeing it. And I was like, I think that this is their way of saying like, you slayed, like you killed it. You ate? I think that's the new term. I don't like it. I don't, I hate it. Yeah. But I think that's it. I think that's what the kids are saying. Damn. Yeah. Fucking kids, man. Dude, I don't get it. Like, where did that come from? That's what we need, dude. We need a correspondent. I know. Boots in the ground, Gen Zer, giving us all the lingo. Can you find one? I'm just still utilizing sheesh. <laughs> that, 
<laughs> and I think that's old now. It's old now. I don't love that. And Slade is definitely old. Like, I age myself every time I use that term. I never even used Ugh. it. I never got to Slade. Oh, yeah. I, I'm still on Killed. No, 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 no. So if no. a band does really well, they didn't kill, they ate? They ate. What did they eat? I don't know. Your soul? I don't know. Jeez Louise. I don't know. But the, I think that that's, I think that's the thing. All right. Tell me if I'm wrong, white yeah. tears, but I, that's what I gathered. Let us know. Call us. If we have a Gen Zer that listens to the show, I, I can't think, imagine I we so. do. But if we do, maybe your daughter or son can help us out. Yeah. Call us up, 858-630-1856, and tell us what the lingo is. Please. Or just DM us at YFT Podcast on Instagram, and maybe we'll, we'll just have a correspondent or just every week we're just going to them. I think we need it to, so, so, so that too. we can stay with it, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you're here. I had an amazing time. Golfing. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Golf is life these days. Yeah, you know. I was invited to like some other golf event like oh, next week, and I had to tell a manager, I was like, I think we've done enough golf for a little bit. <gasps> really? There's yeah. a cap on golf? But I'm also doing like another tournament in April, and I'm just going like, to look oh, forward wow. to that. Okay. But anyways, we went up to Carmel-by-the-Sea, Pill Beach, never Monterey. Been. How have you never been there? I don't know. I got to go. I don't like to speak for Sarah mm -hmm. when she's just downstairs and she can speak for herself, but I can safely say that Carmel, Big Sur, Pebble Beach is her new favorite thing. I believe it. It looks beautiful. Like, it's funny because she didn't want to leave. Yeah. Which, like, you know, a golf event is not something that she's into at all, but mm -hmm. she's like, I don't want to leave. It's so amazing, the nature here and all that stuff, and... And it's nice for me because I grew up there and we've got my, my mom's there. My dad's there. So we got places to stay, even though like we're an adult, we're adults now and we need to stay in our own place. Right. But we had an amazing time. It was kind of split up into two things. The first part was myself and Ben and Dean and Clayton. Oh yeah. I saw Clayton and Rachel were hanging. Yeah. yeah we'll get into that. Okay, okay. Oh, and Blake. Oh yeah. Blakey. We all went and played golf together. Blake plays golf. Yeah, but not very well. I mean, he's he's okay. He's an athlete, so he can get the ball very far. Uh -huh. The group that I played with was myself, Ben, Dean, and then um, Amy Sugarman's brother, okay, Adam Sugarman, who's a mensch. I uh, love that guy. We went and played this amazing course called the Preserve. Ben and I are still very much in competition, and boy, oh boy. We had a match, though. It, like, he played well, but I played lights out. Is that the term, lights out? Yeah. It's like, you ate? I ate his soul for lunch. I shot 75. He shot 77. I, I shot three over. He was like, he's like, I can't, there's nothing I can do to beat you. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just playing right now. So that was great. And then the AT&T Pro-Am was this past weekend and okay. it's like the premier celebrity Pro-Am. Oh. Everyone's oh. out there. Jason Bateman and wow. Michael Pena and Real Celeb. Jake Owen and just like really big names are out there. Macklemore. And then they're playing with the pros. And this is like a tournament that I used to work as a kid and I've been like petitioning to like get to get to play for years. And they're just like, listen, it's a tough ticket to get. And like you're just not there yet, you know? <sighs> and I ran into the guy who who does the in invitations a while ago and I was like, what do I gotta do? Like, seriously, what do I got to do? And I was, he's like, I don't know. I was like, I was like, I have two TV shows airing right now. If I get a third, can I go on? And he go, and he was like, mm, maybe a fourth. And I'm like, all right, got to go work harder. Anyways, but they did shout out to the AT&T and then Monterey Peninsula Foundation because they invited me for the first time to play in the par three challenge. Mm -hmm. 
And so that was really fun. So it was uh, Amanda Balionis Renner, who she's like a sportscaster for CBS and stuff. She was our team captain. Okay. It was me, Alfonso Ribeiro. Cool. And Huey Lewis from Huey Lewis and the News. Wow. Against Josh Dumel. He was the team <gasps> captain. Hot. Scott Eastwood. This was, this what? Was, there was, it was a hot team. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Scott Eastwood, Ray Romano. Okay. And Bobby Bones. Hilarious. Yeah. Scott Eastwood. I've known Scott for a while. We oh, both so grew up in Monterey, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was, How short is he? It is, he's not short. Oh, really? He's not as tall as me, but he's like okay. eye to eye with me, basically. He is very handsome. <laughs> and so, so, so is Josh. Uh, Josh is gorge. Yeah. Yeah. And super nice guy. Anyways, so it was us four against them four, and we had a gallery. It was hundreds of people that were watching us play. I just got to say, on, I think, the third hole, we were all tied. And did your boy drain a 30-foot putt to go one up? I don't know. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, yes. I made a long putt. So okay. we went Is up. that the video I commented on? I, I said, like, I would I would crumble under the yes, pressure. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, I would yes. crumble. Crumble. Yeah. I was impressed with you. Yeah. That's and a lot of pressure. It was so much pressure. Yeah. I was shaking, like, with me putting the ball on the ground and my hand was just, it's was just, just so shaking. so fucking quiet and oh, everyone's yeah. just staring. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not for me. And then on the last hole, so we're one up going into the last hole. Okay. Scott Eastwood puts one to about a foot, okay? So they're going to make birdie, right? Okay, I don't know what that is, but yeah. They're going to get the lowest score they possibly can get, okay. right? So we have to get one close and make birdie to win because we're one up going into I the last okay, one. But okay, if we okay. don't, then we push, we tie. Got it. And that's no fun. Yeah, that is. Is there no tiebreaker? No, it, okay. it was because it was all for charities for 3M. So we just raised like $150,000 for charities. I see. So then I hit on the last hole, hit my ball. It goes long. But gravity comes back, comes no. in and sucks it down wow. to about 10 feet, okay? So we're playing a scramble. You don't really know what that means, but mm -hmm. everyone gets a putt for when where my ball is. Now, remember, uh -huh. Scott's basically a foot away. Okay. So they're going to make birdie. Now, we have to make birdie to win, okay? So you got to make it from 10 feet away. Yes. Oof. So we have Amanda go first. She misses. Mm -hmm. Then we have Huey Lewis go. He misses. So then Alfonso, because I know Al, we are members of the same golf club. He goes, do you want the glory or do you want me to meet a putt? And I said, I already made the last big putt. You make this one. And then that's like, what a great day. Yeah. And he's like, all right, money. So he goes at putts. He misses <gasps> by a fraction of an inch. <sighs> so it's all up to me. Oh, no. Okay. I could, I would crumble. Yeah. So what do I do? I lean into it. I go, let's go. And I like lift up my arms and like get the crowd going. So the crowd goes nuts. The crowd's going wild. They can I, do that in golf? Yeah. Uh, wow. So I immediately regret this decision because if I miss now, I look like a fucking I idiot. No. But you know what? You fucking made it. Fucking sunk that shit. No. Made that shit. It was honestly, aside from my wedding day, <laughs> it was the greatest day of my life. <laughs> I bet. That sounds great. Like all those people. And, yeah. then, and then afterwards, Bachelor Nation was out uh -huh. in force. Wow. And I sat there and I took pictures for like an hour and a half. Jeez. That many people want your photo? No shit. What? Anyways, it was amazing. And I was just, it was just the best day ever. Well, that I'm so happy for you. Yeah. And then, and then Sarah came down later that day. We like went down to the beach. I, I got to say, like, if you, you, everyone should go to Carmel and go, go to Pebble Beach. It's just so beautiful. It's a little expensive, but like, it's totally worth the price. Do Big Sur if you can. But like, we went down to Scenic Drive. We brought a bottle of wine. We brought some cookies. We, we sat there, watched the sunset. Dean and Kaylin came and hung out with us. We walked around Carmel. 
went and got, you know, drinks at Barmel or the Hog's Breath, had a delicious dinner at Escargot. All these places you should go check out when you come to Carmel. It's amazing. Sounds great. Yeah. Anyways, we should probably start the show. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, is it you or me? I think it's you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bros and Hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. Yeah. The sound effects. I know. It's a little, it's a little hokey. It's hokey. It's hokey, but... Uh, I kind of like it. We'll let it slide this time. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible Weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. You got some faith things, bro, or what? Bro, what do I got? I mean, did you watch the Grammys? Do we need no. to talk Grammys? I know that Beyonce was doing well, but I think the story that like overtook the Grammys was how much Ben Affleck doesn't like going to the Grammys. Oh, he looked so fucking <laughs> miserable, but it was kind of awesome. Yeah, well, because I think he's sober now. I didn't, he didn't look it. Oh, really? <laughs> but maybe he is. I don't know. Well, because here's the thing. Maybe like, he was stoned. I, I don't know. If he is sober, I've been to enough award shows. If you're not drinking, I know it, it can be laborious of course especially with no food and like no, i don't know it was long and they were seated at a table that was on camera a lot yeah so like you kind of constantly have to be like on right and like trying to look like you enjoy yourself but he just gave zero fucks and it was amazing yeah he is sober okay i love that for him yeah good for him so yeah not a whole lot to say i mean yeah beyonce broke some records i guess she's now won the most grammys of all time which is super cool she looked great you know queen bee she slays she ate she eats. I don't know. Yeah. Harry. Yeah. Walked away with album of the year, which is very cool. As which is crazy that he's never won a Grammy before. Is it crazy? Yeah. Oh, I feel like this is his best work of all time. So yeah, but I, I, well, he must have one for One Direction. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. You know, my sister's never won a Grammy. That's insane. To insane. Me. So I think that there's. You know, there's a lot of people that should have Grammys that don't. Yeah. But I thought Harry's was well-deserved. It was a stacked category. I feel like they had like 10 people in there. But I feel like Harry's was well-deserved. His performance was amazing. And that was cute. Shocker of the night. Not that she didn't deserve it. But Bonnie Ray won Song of the Year. Yeah. Which is for songwriting. And she, I think she actually wrote the song that was nominated. So I thought that that was very cool that they picked her. Because she was up against some really big art like Beyonce was in the category Harry and they gave it to her which was really cool I'm trying to think if there was really anything else Bad Bunny's opening number was very chaotic 
just really don't know that that's how they should have started the show. Yeah. Oh, so you know how every year they do the tribute to everybody in the industry that's passed that yeah. year and they have people. In come- memoriam. Yes. It was so fucking good and so sad. Like, you mm. know me, I don't cry, but I was very teary when they, so the, it opened with Casey Musgraves. She was on just a stool and playing guitar and she had Loretta Lynn's guitar. Oh. And then behind her, they flashed the photo of Loretta with the same guitar and it was pretty fucking epic. And then they, they kind of pivoted into a tribute for Offset, the guy from Migos that was shot this year. And it was so fucking emotional. It was so, so, so good. If you're going to go back and like watch any of their performances, like I just thought that one was unbelievably good. And that to me is what the Grammys is all about, right? Is getting like all these superstars up there to have like a jam band together. You know what? I'm going to boycott the Grammys until, I mean, until your sister wins <laughs> A Grammy. That's what my mom said. A gramophone. I know. You should have heard my mother as we started the show. She was like, the fact that my daughter, Miley Cyrus, has had Party in the USA, Wrecking Ball, and now Flowers that's broken all these records, and you're telling me that she doesn't have a Grammy? I ain't watching that shit. Yeah. Does your dad have a Grammy? No, I don't think so. Wow. I know. That's fucking ridiculous. I know. Like, at least give him a Lifetime Achievement Grammy. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they do that, when they give them like the lifetime, like the honorary whatever Grammy, it's always like, oh, it's because you guys fucked up. Yeah, exactly. For so many years. For so long. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, to circle back to like the Bachelor Nation being in Yeah, Pebble, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's with Rach and uh, good old Clayton? Well, I don't know if you saw the news, but he was like photographed with like some sportscaster at um, a basketball mm-hmm. game and he was sitting next to her oh. and who knows what's going on there. Actually, yeah. I do, but I won't say anything. <laughs> Did, Who did knows? He, did, I do. Did, it was an interesting moment. I'm sure. So we get to one of my favorite places in the world, which is Mission Ranch in Carmel. Okay. And everyone should go there. It's like my grandfather used to sing there. So there's like a piano player there and like just old people get up and just croon. And it's so fucking amazing and weird and so much fun. And so it was me sitting next to Bob Guinea, who, by the way, Bachelor Bob from way back in the day is the best vibe in the world. Like, I absolutely love this man. He's so positive and fun and funny and just, like, great to be around. So it's me and Bob Guinea, and then next to me at the head of the table was Clayton. And, uh, and boy, oh, boy, is that motherfucker huge. Boy, oh, boy. He is so big. Yeah. I mean, you play football, right? Like, but he's, like, comically big. Okay. So much so that we were all sitting around a fire pit, and I shit you not this happened. We were all sitting around a fire pit telling stories and laughing and joking around. And did his chair break underneath him? No. Yes, it did. Did he fall right back? Was it the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life? <laughs> yes. Was it hilarious? Because he's not fat. He's just big. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, you better stop eating so many Twinkies. It wasn't like that. It was like, oh, my God, maybe stop working out so hard, you monster. Maybe. It was so funny. He actually took it and tried. Next to him was Rachel. We haven't seen each other since the show. And I was like, drama. Oh my God. Yeah. And then next to her was Michelle. So he was on Michelle's season. Oh, yeah. I always forget. And then Rachel was on his season. Right. The drama. I know. And so they like were having heart to hearts. Uh, There was a time where I was like, guys, we're drinking. (laughs) There are no cameras around. Let's have fun. Yeah. So yeah, it was a little weird and awkward. And they did that TikTok and that video where. I didn't see that. I think the wife of years have probably have seen it. Anyways, yeah. it was like insinuating that Clayton and Rachel are dating. Oh. Which I don't think that is the case, but they got the views. They got the clicks. I mean, genius. You know? That's really all I got on that okay. other than like I don't think anything happened. I think there were times when we all were like, they're going to hook up. 
Yeah. But I don't think they did. Ah. They just had like a lot to like hash out that they, they hadn't yet, you yeah. know? Yeah. So has there been a new Bachelor episode since last week or no? There's one tonight and there was one last week. I didn't watch, but Sarah watched and she told me all about it. Oh, and, okay. And did you? I think I watched it. With Tajwan came and yes. like. Yes. What the hell is that girl doing? Dude, I don't know. What's annoying to me is, spoiler, or not spoiler, but like BTS. She was supposed to come to Paradise this year and we totally wanted her to. Yeah. Because her Paradise cycle is fucking hilarious. I know. And I actually did a Well Story Time for Tajwan. Ah. One, just like fill time, but in two, in hopes that she would get there. Got it. Because, yeah, the timeline of the Tajwan is usually like she gets there. She's so positive. Uh-huh. She thinks she's going to slay. And then she starts to sweat and cry. Eventually, she eats <laughs> like pasta in the pool yeah. and like yells into the sea and then leaves. And it all happens within like 26 hours yeah. of her getting there. Her coming there seems weird. It did seem very weird. And she was kind of mean to the girls, I thought, yeah. for like kind of no reason, right? No, I agree. I'm not sure what the motivation was there. Uh-huh. But this whole bad bitch energy thing. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Yikes. You know what's a word that is being overused these days? Toxic. Oh, yeah. Talking about your exes as being toxic. Maybe they're just a fucking asshole. Or a piece of shit. Or a bitch. You know? Yeah. They're not toxic, you know? They're just shitty people. Right. When I think of toxic, I think of like your bad energy is seeping into my life. Yes. So anyways, stop using that word so much. Yeah, I could, yeah I'm down with that. It's like the buzzword this year. Yeah. Like last year it was being bullied. Now it's toxic. Yeah. I, I guess I'm proud of Zach for not allowing the Tashwan to stay. Uh, yeah, for sure. Do I wish she did? I know. Absolutely. Yeah, but he that was the right thing though, is to say no. Barbara Mandrell's daughter seems like she's getting a villain edit with the coming bit. up, which I kind of love. I love that for her. Yeah, yeah. I can't get over the fact that they put her last name on there. They don't even put my last name. They don't put anyone's last name. They put Jesse Palmer. Well, he, okay. Chris Harrison, Jesse Palmer. They don't put Wells Adams. Just, you know the other person that they do? Which I actually had like a sit down with like the producers being like, what the fuck is happening here? Greg Grippo. Oh. <laughs> why, why does he get to have the full name? <laughs> I don't know, but I've never noticed that. Yeah. It's Greg Grippo's here. Oh, <laughs> Greg Grippo's here. Oh no, Greg Grippo. What is happening? We know Greg. We don't need. Yeah, there's only one Greg, yeah. right? Like. I don't know any of other. Like, it's one thing when like Christina's or yeah. Hannah's. Yeah. Those ones get reused. Yeah. My big takeaway was. You know, he goes on the one-on-one with the Mandrell girl. Yeah. And, you know, they sit down for their little fake dinner, and she immediately starts to tell him about her daughter. And the look on his face, he's like, yeah, I think that's so great. That doesn't bother me at all. But his eyes are saying something completely different. There's sheer panic. And so, and everyone's talking about it. Like, you know, I'm not the first one to notice that, obviously. But I guess, like, for me... I hate to see that because I feel like he's leading her on by saying it doesn't bother him when it clearly does. Yeah. So I don't love that for her, you know? And I, I don't know. I wish like she could have maybe seen through that a little bit, but it seems like she was like hook, line and sinker believing him. So. Well, yeah, because he had like a very negative visceral reaction to the news. Then he like separated himself. Right. Yeah. Obviously went and talked to a producer. I assume producer was like, Hey man, Maybe don't be a visibly shooken up by someone having a child. Yeah. Go fix this. And then he went back, said a bunch of things. She only heard what she wanted to hear type of a thing. Yeah. And then was like, oh, it's me so great. But I'm sure watching it back, she's like, 
fuck, I didn't see that. How did I not see that? I know. Yeah. Which, do you think that that's a bad look on him to, or is it like kind of endearing because he's being honest? Yeah. I Okay. I don't have a kid, obviously. So I feel like it's one of those things where like, I'm just going to read that differently than somebody that's got a kid. Mm -hmm. To me, like it doesn't bother me. I I understand to an extent somebody, that, that being a big deal for somebody and that, being like not a red flag that's the wrong word but like you know just something to think about when you're mm-hmm. c- considering dating someone i mean that's a very big deal to be you know a father figure for a kid that's not yours so like i understand that and i totally think that's okay to ha- feel that way but it's funny cuz for me i actually don't mind when someone has a kid like someone i'm interested in it's actually a little bit appealing for me yes, because but i don't you're want a different kids. type of breed i know i know i know so it's h- tough for me to say because that's something that is almost would almost make me more excited about the situation because I don't want my own kid, but I love the idea of being the cool stepmom, right? And yeah. so I would kind of be like super excited about that. But I understand how someone could be super scared about that. Um, but then I also understand from her side that, you know, it sucks to be judged just, you know, for that reason alone when they could have a really great thing together, that aside. So I see all sides. Yeah. And then I I didn't even really catch what happened with what's the beautiful Brianna? Yeah, I don't the know. The stunning model girl. She like had some drama there towards the end. And I didn't even really catch what it was. Well, the girl that had America's Rose. That girl, yeah. The girl made made a joke of like, I hate you, you're beautiful or something yeah. like that. And then she like took she like, that and like tried to run with it. That's how a lot of women talk. Yeah. Compliment yes, you by dick. like hating you. Yeah. Her being like, you're just going to really have to work on some things for me to believe that you are in the place that you need to be. And it's like, dude, she gave you a fucking compliment. No. I don't know what to tell you. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. I wish someone would be like, you're so fucking handsome. I hate you. Be like, damn right I am. Damn right. Thank I God. I know. And I, I do feel like that's one thing you, you can't play a victim about is being too pretty. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You just can't do that. It's just not a good look. It seemed like she just wanted to start a fight. Yeah. It's not hard to start fights in that world. Uh-huh. But starting a fight because of a compliment. Not good. Not a great look. No. Anyways, is that enough batch? I think so. Yeah. I think, I think we got it. Do you have some fave things? Ugh, I have a least fucking favorite thing. What? I know you haven't probably haven't started it still. Okay. 1923? No, I haven't. Oh my God, you're killing me. Sorry, I'm focusing on Last of Us. <sighs> Which we also need to talk about. Yes. Okay, so spoiler, spoiler alert. If you okay. have not seen the newest episode of 1923 that came out on Sunday, which was Grammy night or Grammy day or whatever, fast forward 60 seconds because I'm about to fucking blow it for you. Okay. All right. Blow it. If they kill off uh-huh. Spencer, I am going to freaking <sighs> murder Taylor Sheridan myself. Oh. If that character, if this was his last episode, I don't know what I, I'm going to be. Like, I can't go on. Yeah. I can't go on. So at least on a fucking cliffhanger, Wells, so Spencer, I haven't even seen it. All right, so Spencer, he gets a note from his aunt, from Kara, from Harrison Ford's wife, you know, because Harrison's like on his deathbed and she's like, Spencer, you got to come save us. And this note takes months to get to him because he's in Africa. And he reads the note and immediately is like, I got to go. So he's trying so hard to get back to Montana, right? So he goes to this sketchy port and hires this sketchy guy who clearly has an illness and is about to die. Like everyone can see that. And he chooses to get on a boat with the guy 
with this girl, you know, his fiance. And so they get on this boat and like this whole time, you know, we're like, this, this captain's going to die. Like this can't go well. And of course that's exactly what fucking happens. And then they get in this and Spencer can't pilot a boat and they get in this fucking accident with this other boat that comes out of nowhere, which I still don't really understand where it came from. And the episode ends with them like flipped over in the middle of the ocean. Nowhere. No one knows where they are. Like how, how, how could this turn out? Well, it can't, but you didn't see dead bodies. So maybe they're alive, but then there's all this speculation about like I've seen these family trees like Dutton family trees online and Spencer and Alex don't ever have kids in the family tree and so it gets everyone's trying to connect the dots with Yellowstone so they're everyone's saying that like Kevin Costner's character is you know a descendant of like Michelle Randolph's guy in the show and so like you never see Spencer's kids and so like I, my friend Kirsten was like I don't think he ever makes it there and then in the very beginning of this episode Elsa who narrates she says something like you know Spencer uh, on the journey of life and but his final journey will be from Africa trying to make it back and it's like whoa 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 final journey don't start the episode with that and so there's been a lot of foreshadowing that like he's gonna die and then mm -hmm. it ends the episode that way but what I'm holding on to here are two things America is going to be up in arms if they kill this character off because he is the golden boy he is America's favorite character they can't let him go also I you know of course did a little research and saw that both these characters were at cowboy camp so when Taylor Sheridan casts a show or a movie he sends all of his actors to cowboy camp where they actually learn like ranching and how to ride horses and how to rope and do all these things why would they send those actors to weeks of cowboy camp if they weren't going to make it to Montana and ride horses yeah that's the only thing I'm holding on to here. All but right. if I watch next week and this guy's gone, I'm going to fucking die. All right. <sighs> that was a lot. <laughs> Whoa. More than 60 seconds. I'm yeah. Sorry. Um, I have a lot of feelings, clearly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's pivot over to something that you're excited about. <laughs> Last of Us. It's so good. The episode with Ron Swanson. Yes. That's the most recent. Oh, oh, I guess no. There no, was an episode. We last watched night. one last night. Did I didn't not? see it. I didn't do it. Oh, okay. Do not ruin. Well, let's just talk about the episode with um, Nick Offerman. Yeah. And the guy from what is he from? I kept. He's the manager of White Lotus season one. Oh yeah, that's yeah. okay. I knew. I was like, what are you from? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Megan Mullally, Nick Offerman's wife, uh -huh. made him watch. So the story goes, made him watch White Lotus. Okay. <clears throat> was like, oh my God, the, the guy who plays the manager is such a scene stealer. Uh, and when they found out that's who the part was going to be with, mm -hmm. that's why Nick, I guess, did the show. Oh. I've never seen a more like, oh, he's going to win an Emmy for guest star so blatantly yeah. as Nick Offerman did in this episode. Yeah. And so Sarah was, she's always right when it comes to TV. She's like, this isn't a, a zombie show. This is this is a character driven show that happens to take place during the apocalypse. Cause I was like, this whole episode has no zombies in it. No zombies. It's just their life. I didn't know where it was going. If you haven't seen this episode, then I guess skip forward a little bit. But Nick Offerman is a doomsday prepper when doomsday happens. Love that for him. Creates this like amazing compound for himself. Which is by the way, like he's not gay, but um, he is like a woodworker and like, like in real life, it was like very much his character or his life. Um, and then this, he, this guy tried to come on into his property and then they end up falling in love and then they show you like their entire lives together. And if the, if I didn't cry like a little bitch at the end, you know, I'm lying. Like it was one of the most like beautiful episodes of television. Yeah. 
and like how it ends and then how like how it comes together when they, they show up a couple days later. It's so good. It's so good. If you don't watch that show, just go watch episode two. Yeah. That's the, all you need to do. Three. Episode three? It's episode three. Okay. The last episode that we just watched. It's so good. Oh, I think I know what's going to happen Ooh. now with, with these two. Okay, okay, okay. But the bond between uh, Joel, Joel and, and Bella Ramsey's character, it, yeah, the little her. the little girl, yeah. like it's starting to congeal, and you're okay. like, oh, okay, I like this too. Anyways, that show is just so, so good. I know, so good. Make more TV shows from video games. I think is the thing. Yeah, I'm saying now. Real quick, can we just talk about the challenge? I know you don't watch the challenge, but oh, I do. Yeah, take the floor. Oh boy, guys, <laughs> they are now in the final and it's a stacked cast here in the final, but I just need to talk about the hilarity of Horacio and Olivia in the final. And it's, this is a mean thing to say. First of all, before this, before the final started, I was like, I think Horacio and Olivia are going to win this. They're the two rookie pairs. Horacio is just great. He's an ex-soccer player, so he's just like super fit, like never gives up. Kid's been down in the pit more than anybody by like six times. They're awesome. They start running the finals, a hundred hour final, and they're doing like this ring toss thing, and poor Olivia's finger gets caught in a carabiner and it slices her finger Aww. open. So she's bleeding all over the place. So like the medic comes in, they like tape her up. They're able to like keep going. And then they have to go like do like this weird like drinking like these this gross drink and they're all throwing up and stuff and she's worried about like the the fish guts getting in the the cut in her finger and it's like oh man like this is tough and then they they get to a part where they have to shoot golf balls with like a big slingshot through like these like paper targets and I don't even know like the physics behind it I don't even know how it happened it is a freak accident Olivia is shooting the ball it shoots it ricochets off something and comes back. Hits her directly in the nose, shatters her nose no, into no. a million pieces. She's bleeding all over the place. She had just cut her finger like an hour beforehand. Like the calamity of errors that was happening to this poor girl is just ridiculous. And Horacio's like, I got you, girl, don't worry. And she's like getting in the ambulance leaving. He's like, don't worry, I'll do everything. Like, I got this. Like, I'll do double the work. It's fine. And a producer comes up. It was like one of the most beautiful. <laughs> One of the, like, as someone who's made a lot of reality TV, it was the most beautiful moment I've ever seen in reality TV. Bruce comes up and he's, she's like, I'm so sorry. Your ride or die is gone. You, you're disqualified. And he's like, he's like, no, no, I'll, I'll do double the work. I can do double the work. Don't worry. I can do it. I promise you I can do it. I can. And then he's crying oh and the God. producer's crying. And I was like, holy shit. It's so sad. This poor girl <laughs> got so fucked up. And I was rooting for him, man. But you know what? I'm now rooting for Devin and Tori. I love those two. And they're kind of leading right now. So anyways, challenge is great. I tell you what, man, it is such a good reality show into it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, it's not reality show, yeah. but but actually, I guess it kind of is. You probably haven't started this either, but The Climb on HBO, I finished it. I watched the finale. Um, well, it's, the it's the rock climbing, rock climbing competition yeah. show, and it's very good. Okay. Um, I, I just loved it. I thought it was a great watching. I never got bored. I thought they did a really good job of like, creating suspense with the climbs and everything. And I don't know. I was a good, I, I highly recommend. Are you going to start um, rock climbing? Yeah. Honestly, maybe it looks really fun. Really? But my upper body strength is so poor. I just don't know if I could do it. Yeah. And well, it's, it's crazy. Cause some of the girls on that show, like one of the girls that made it almost to the end is like my age, like 35 and she's fucking ripped. And I was just watching her. Like, how is she doing this? Yeah. But she was killing it. I just don't know if, I, if I'm cut out for it. Maybe I'll start with some like 
rock climbing gyms, you yeah. know, in the indoor with the pads at the bottom, like the real safe stuff, maybe. Let's Not see me. How that goes for me. Not me. No I rock got climbing? No desire to do that. It looks terrifying. I mean, it does look terrifying, especially when they're free, free soloing over the ocean. Dude. No. No, thank you. No, I'm not a big ocean gal. Like, you know, Hawaii really scarred me. I know you're not big into the comedy, but there is a show that is on Netflix that is just so fucking funny. Okay. You might like it because it's very, very dry. It's called Kunk on Earth. Never heard. Uh, follows Philomena Kunk as she comically tells the story of our greatest inventions and asks experts hard-hitting questions about humanity's progress. The way that I can describe this is it's set up like very much like a history channel. We're going through the history of, you know, like the pyramids and Mesopotamians and Greeks and all this stuff. Imagine that, but it's Borat okay. doing it. All right. But she's playing herself, but she's playing like a really, really dumb version mm -hmm. of herself. Mm -hmm. And so she's asking these like really, really smart people like the dumbest questions. And it is so fucking funny. And her like walk and talks like through ruins and stuff is so good. If you like to laugh and also like kind of learn a little bit, but really just want to laugh. And it's a very easy, like we did before bed last night. And I was like, this is our go to bed show. It's okay. just so great. Kunk on earth. So fucking good. Philomena Kunk is hilarious. Cute. I'm into it. Did you watch the Pamela doc? No. I started it. Maybe we circle back to it next week. Cause I've only seen half, but I love her. Yeah. I love her so much. It's just so crazy, like, to hear for how she started out and everything. But my mom is obsessed with Pamela Anderson. When I was young, she had her photo all over the bathroom walls because, like, that's what she aspired to be. Um, and so my mom just, like, has, like, a special place in her heart for Pam. And they've met a few times, actually, so that's cool. But anyway, my mom told me this morning that, that the rumor on the Internet, mm -hmm. or not the rumor, but, like, the what everyone's talking about on the Internet is that Pam, that Mike White should cast Pamela in the next season of White Lotus mm. and she should be Jennifer Coolidge's like like aunt that comes out of the woodwork or yeah. some shit. I think it's genius. Okay. I like it. She's just not as funny as Jennifer Coolidge. She could be maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think it's worth a try. Yeah, I'd like to see her. Uh, what happened? She was great in Baywatch. Yeah, well, watch the doc. I mean, okay. I only watched half, but you know, I, I also watched the Pomian... Uh, the Tommy and Pam uh, Hulu show, which, yeah. you know, she fucking hates and she has nothing but bad things to say about them for doing that, for, from what I understand. But I did watch that. And so I saw a little bit of it. But, you know, she did Baywatch for years and then they kind of talked her into doing this barbed wire oh, yeah. movie. And she was so pumped because she wanted to act more. But I think what happened was... Like she signed on to do it thinking it was going to be like a legit film. And I think they dumbed it down because of her being the sex symbol. And I think mm. they cheapened it a lot. And I think it just turned out to be something completely different than what she thought she was signing up for, yeah. which was unfortunate and very sad. So I think after that, she probably had a really bad taste in her mouth about the industry and who to trust on what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's kind of like went a different direction, but I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to watch the rest of it. It's a good watch. If you guys haven't seen it. All right. Your honor is back on Showtime. It is yeah. like a new season. Yes. Did you watch your honor? I can't remember if I finished it. Well, the ending's crazy. So if you haven't watched the first season of Your Honor, I guess you should go watch it. It's great, but there's a, here's a spoiler. Like, it ends crazy. Look, the storyline is the son accidentally kills yeah. a mob boss's son. Right. 
and Brian Cranston's character is a judge, realizes right. who his son killed, uh-huh. is like, we can't tell them, does all this stuff, like get rid of the car and all this stuff. They kind of pin it on this other kid. Mm-hmm. Another son of the mob boss kills the guy that they pinned it on in jail, and then the guy that they pinned it on in jail's buddy goes to kill the mob boss's son who killed him in jail. And and this is where it was weird. They're at a they're at like a memorial service and he comes in to shoot him oh and something happens and he ends up shooting the son of Brian Cranston. Oh shit. In the neck. Because the son of Brian Cranston, which is weird, started dating the mob boss's I, daughter. I do remember that. Yeah. So that's how it ends, and we were like, that's the ending? Yeah. What the fuck is I feel is like that? I thought the show was just over. Yeah. We did, too. I think it And did that s- was a while ago. I know. So anyways, it's back. Brian Cranston is now in jail. Shit. Rosie Perez comes in and is like, I'm getting you out of jail because we are going to use you to take down this mob boss. It looks pretty good, but if you watched season one and you're about to watch season two go watch the like last five minutes of season one because i totally had forgotten like how it all went down yeah, yeah, I would have to and do they that. don't do a great job of like recapping what went down yeah your honor i mean it's brian cranston breaking bad i got a bone to pick oh i love what that when that happens uh, Very entertaining. and i don't know if this happens to you but it happens to me all the time and it's really annoying and i'm so fucking tired of it okay. but hey streamers can you remember me I feel like I'm always signing back into shit. Always. Constantly. I haven't changed my TV. Haven't. Same TV been using this entire time. Same Roku. Why are we forgetting who I am? I don't want to go through this. Some of them have the thing where you can like do the QR code and do it in your phone. And that's great. Uh-huh. But the ones that don't where you have to Ooh. use your fucking remote control to type in. Well, we have these passwords now that like make no sense because like your phone's like, let's just choose this strong one for you. And you're like, yeah, let's do that or whatnot. And then it's you're sitting there with your wife or wh- whoever. And you're like, all right, uppercase Z, exclamation point, <laughs> lowercase L. And it fucking takes 17 hours. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just not watch Netflix ever again because this is a pain in my ass. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you feel me? I do. So, what's going on? Why do you forget me? I have a theory. What's the theory? I think that because everyone's like giving out their passwords they to just other boot people, you out all the time. and they're just like, "Let's." They gotta go get new. They gotta relog in. You're right. Which I get that, but I didn't do that. I know. Figure out that it's from the same television. Yeah. Stop it. Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Do better, guys. No. How long are you in town for? I leave Wednesday. Okay. Uh-huh. Going to Fashion Week this weekend in New York. Cool. Flying up there Sunday. Got to make sure I find somewhere to watch uh, the Kelsey Bowl, you know? Oh, yeah. Got to watch my man, Travis Kelsey. So hard. You're like, do you, what about the other tra- the other Kelsey? No, I, he's married and has kids and not as cute. But I, Travis Kelsey? He can get it? Let's date. Ooh. He's so hot. Okay. So I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. And do some like fashion week things. I think that's it for me until I come back out here in the beginning of March because my sister is putting an album out and we're having a party. Oh. So if you're here, you should come. Can I come? Yeah. I would love to come to that. Come. I will. It's going to be a great time. I will. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring my bride. Love that. And we'll, we'll get drunk in Malibu and then Uber yes. home. Yes. I do like Malibu. Yeah. It's pretty great. I know. What are you doing? <sighs> the golf. No, I, I'm kind of chilling for a little bit, and I've got some th- like things in the hopper that we're trying oh, to work yeah? on. Yeah, but who okay, knows? Okay. You know, we got some things. Right. I was looking over some fuck you very muches okay. recently, and and I I hate to say this, but <laughs> I think that people don't like hearing YFTers no, on the pod. No, 
I know. So this comes from EEMBN56. Subject line, no more listeners' recommendations. Five stars. Thank you. It says, it's not that I don't want to hear the listeners' recommendations. Actually, the opposite. I do want to hear things. I want to hear the podcast. Hear it. You guys have been spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to perfect the sound of every episode, and now the last 10 minutes of the episode are a weird compilation of voicemails, voice memos, and what I can only guess is two pieces of aluminum foil being rubbed together. You should be embarrassed. Wells especially. Oh, as a proclaimed sound quality guy, I would expect so much better from you. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oof. No more voicemails. Oh, my God. That was very angry. I know. It's funny. She she writes like I talk. That's funny. I get that, but and I and it does annoy me. I agree with you. Like, I wish that the sound quality was better, but unless we bring these people into it, our house, yeah. <laughs> then it is what it is. I do get favorite things from them. So, like, someone recently... Gave a book wreck, uh-huh. and I started listening to it, the book A Flicker in the Dark. Oh, yeah. Did you post about that? I don't think so. I saw someone else post about it recently, then. Well, anyways, I'm, I'm halfway through it, and it's good. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I'm at a crossroads. Selfishly, I like hearing the YFTers, but I can understand the YFTers not wanting to hear them, because yeah. it sounds like shit. Huh. Maybe if we just do one a week. Yeah. I don't know. This one's entitled, My Best Bet. Well, and Brandy... This is Josie from Salt Lake City. Josie. I am a longtime listener. Probably more. I don't have a favorite thing, but I do have an idea. Okay. I am from Salt Lake City, Utah. I am an ex-foreman, and yes. I think it would be really cool if you guys, when you plan your live YFT tour, you plan Salt Lake City on your list. Yes. And come here, we'll do the Great Mormon Debate, and we'll have like a Mormon and an ex-Mormon and an anti-Mormon all on stage. Oh my we'll God! All debate. We'll do all the Mormon media and talk about all the things Mormons. Then we'll do a quick jump over to Park City. Do uh, listen to a live show of Brandy at the cabin, Ooh. and it will be the best time ever. And then <laughs> Wells can golf eighteen holes with my husband, who is also a YFT and is really interested in what your new driver sounds like. Oh. Love you guys. Bye. I love this plan. I, I like this plan too. Great. I also like the husband being a, like a golf dork like me and like wanting to know what it, it's such a weird thing I'm of like, like I don't like the way the driver like sounds. Something? Yeah. Huh. It's that's so funny. I would love for us to get on stage and have a have a Mormon. Have to. Just try to just try to convert me. Be like, all right. Try to convert me. Give me the elevator pitch. Yeah. Why do I want to be a Latter day Saint? <sighs> Why would I want to do that? Yeah. And see if they can do it. That'd be great. Uh, do you have any Muzaks? Mm. I think I got some. Yeah. I don't know if this is new, but I found it and I really liked it. The artist is called Dijon. Do you know that person? No. And this is a song called Many Times. Your 
very Wells. You like, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's a little chaotic in terms of the beat, but I don't know. I, th I thought it was good. Yeah, very hipster. Yeah. I also saw this one. I really liked it. It's medium build, never learn to dance. Okay, interesting. This <laughs> is going to be a very Wells song. Baby, stream my head. It feels like it might ruin me. Everyone's acting like it's so cool. Everyone's saying this is so you. Oh, has to be better shit to give a shit about. <laughs> There's gotta be better shit to give a shit about. I like it. I like that one too. Yeah, it's good. That's a good one. You got anything? Play that Zach Bryan song. I do love Zach Bryan. I do too. What's the name of the new song? Dawn's with Maggie Rogers? Yeah, that one, yeah. You should go out on it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Well, it's so nice having you here. Thanks. Do you think the shows are better when we're together or not? I kind of do. You do? I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's just like we like having the energy in the room is nice, yeah. you know? Yeah, that was a good one. I don't know. I feel like I'm more energetic in the room here than I am like at my house. Yeah. First thing in the morning. I think that when you can feel my energy, I can bring yeah. you up. But yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. feel it when we're doing it like Zoom. Not as good. Yeah. Yeah, not as good. Um, well, well, I'll do my best to be out here once a month. How yeah, let's that? just do once a month. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. And you live like, your mom lives like 10 minutes away. Literally less than. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, I'm glad to have you here. Thanks, well. Have a safe trip back. Thanks. Why have tears? We love you. Love y'all. And I guess call the hotline 858 630 1856. Also, like, let's just manifest that live tour. Let's do it. Let's just, we don't have to manifest. Let's just, we got to talk to some people and make it. Let's manifest. Let's manifest station across the nation. Uh, I mean, what are we thinking? We're thinking Denver. Yeah. Nashville. Got to do Salt Lake. Got to do Salt Lake. I think in a, maybe in LA, somewhere in California, maybe Orange County. Yeah, know. we could do Dynasty Typewriter pretty easily, I think. Yeah, somewhere like that. Yeah. But Chicago could be a good hot spot. Yeah. Also, Boston was always good for Caitlin. Okay. To do an East Coaster. All right. I think that's good. All right, message us if you got other places we should go. We'll yep. figure this out. Let us know. All right, YF Tears, we love you. Love y'all. See ya See later. Ya. I like this. Yeah, it's good. Also, Maggie Rogers is just the coolest. I need to get a Zach Bryan shirt. Yeah. Speaking of your Jason Isbell shirt. I know. I was in Ashland with my mom. Yeah. Where we're from in Kentucky. And there's this venue called the Paramount Theater. Yeah. It's very cool. And my dad shot his Achy Breaky Heart music video there in the 90s. But we drove by it and... It, the marquee said Jason as well, the 400 mm. unit, and, and it was like two days later, and I was like, fuck, oh. I almost want to stay for that. Yeah. Would have been sick. Yeah. All right. I got to pee. Okay, go pee. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.